0: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Biblioscapes in Discussion. Today, I've got the great pleasure of being joined by English photographer Jevon Carey. Good evening. Good
1: evening. Ian. Thank you for having me.
0: It's an absolute pleasure. Great to welcome you to, to the podcast and looking forward to talking about your work and your 20-year your book that you, you recently published. So before we get into talking about, about your work and your books, it would be great if you could give everyone an introduction to your, your photo- photographic background.
1: My photographic background? Well, I started back roughly when the book started, yep. um, back in 2001. Uh, I was living down in Bath in the West country, um, living a fairly nomadic life, working as an artist. Yep. And, uh, I bought myself a 72 foot narrowboat wooden one and placed it on the Kennet and canal. And, uh, I had the bright idea that it might be quite nice to actually start recording, uh, this adventure that I was going on. Yep. And so I bought myself a very simple bridge camera, um, uh Fuji film and started taking photographs of my surroundings and I just found that I absolutely loved having a camera in my hand and I loved uh, learning how to take photographs which I've been doing ever since.
0: Yeah. Absolutely and yes your your book is uh, titled 2001 to 2021 so it obviously covers your your journey to date. So at, at what point yep. did, at what point did you decide that uh, you, you wanted to produce a a, a, a portfolio collection of your work.
1: Well, I've, I've become more active within the uh, Twitter film community, yep. um, of which you and I are both part. Yes, and um, I uh, met a chap who I think you know, Ian Hill. Yes, and uh, Ian, I, Ian, and I um, talk a lot about photography. And um, I mentioned to him that I was I was cataloging my archive. I currently. Stands at about 58,000 photographs. And um, he suggested to me it might be an idea to put a zine together. Yep. Um, he'd recently uh, published his first one, uh, which is uh, Absence. Yes. Um, uh, and I, I, he very kindly asked me if I could proof it for him, which I did. And by return, he gave me an awful lot of help and assistance in, in putting together this zine. I With that many photographs spanning that period of time, it was impossible to take a cross-section <laughs> and do with what a zine, which I think gives zines validity, and create a conjoined set of images, yes. um, each with relevance to the other or a relevance in total. Um, I just had too, too much work <laughs> to be able to create a, a single thread through all of that so I decided to split it into the four sections that it stands as now, with eight photographs from each of those sections, uh, yeah. accompanied by the, the the quotes that go with them. Which I which I kind of, some of the quotes I knew, some of them I had to look up to try and find relevance to the images. But I hope they all pay homage to the to the image that's presented and vice versa.
0: Yeah, a- absolutely, yeah. A- absolutely. It's it's when you've got 58,000 photographs to choose from. Uh, getting it down to getting it down to thirty or forty images is somewhat of a challenge. But as you say, uh, yeah. you you, you've, you you selected the, the 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 different sections that you wanted to focus on. But even still, how how did you then approach the decision of which images from within that section did your particular ideas in mind or particular favourites that you'd maybe wanted to make sure were included?
1: Well, my my process of photography uh was initially fairly haphazard then latterly i developed a a, a method that i still employ today if i want to go and take a photograph of something or a place or or you know a series of photographs in a place i'll visit it first without my camera yes to get an actual feel of it so i'm Mm -hmm. I'm looking with my eyes rather than looking through a viewfinder yes and that that gives me a pre-edit of what i then want to go back and concentrate on capturing and I also get an unsullied experience of being in that place, which I think comes through laterally in the photographs. So they were all kind of images, well, in, in three of the sections, they're all images that were stand out to me when yeah. I first visited, and ones that I wanted to go back and take and then thread as a theme. So yeah. that one, that, 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 that's the reasoning for that. The, the other one, which is um, uh, of flowers um uh, we moved up into Cambridgeshire a couple of years ago i suffered a a bit of ill ill health and was diagnosed with heart failure uh, and copd so my days of i have a pacemaker fitted now that keeps everything running so my days of running up and down mountains doing (laughs) photography is 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 over now yeah so we decided to move to the flattest part of england yes um which is great um, in one way and challenging <laughs> in another. Yes. Um, two, two challenges, mainly being uh, Paul Hart's covered most of it uh, <laughs> in his three, four beautiful books. Yeah. Um, I, I very much enjoyed your talk with him. I thought that was that was absolutely lovely. Yeah. He's a super chap. I met him a couple of years ago at an exhibition, and he's uh, he's 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 a genuine article. So we we moved up here, uh, bought an old farm. Um, with enough room within it for me to set up a dark room and a studio, uh, with a view to being less mobile and more studio-based, yep, um, allowing me to start concentrating on doing flowers and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the reasoning for, for that section, and I think that answers for the other three sections as well. They're threaded themes yeah. first brought to my eye on initial visits.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's a. It's uh, a to be honest, it's a, it's a wonderful selection of work. I really enjoy the sections. And, and there's just also just the sheer variety of images. It's it's not just 20 years of similar sorts of style or a similar theme. It's, it's, actually, very, it's actually very refreshing to see. Uh, also with a, a little mix of colour, the beautiful landscapes, but then also the flowers, I think, have been beautifully photographed. And I remember seeing some of them. I remember seeing some of them when you were sharing them on social media as well. Um, just the colours really pop out.
1: And with, with the beautiful yeah, black yeah, background. Yeah, I've, I've, I've always always been hugely infar- uh, inspired by a photographer called Horse P. Horse. Right. And he's kind of my uh, <laughs> inspiration for, yep. for, for studio photography, specifically for flowers. He was a, a, an absolute master of lighting, a German American, uh, born at the turn of the last century, worked predominantly for Vogue for most of his life. Okay. Um, but also covered architecture, interiors, uh, still life and flowers. But he had this absolute mastery of, uh, of lighting. Um, his most famous uh, photograph is probably the uh, the Manabir uh, 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 corset. Um, and it's one of those pictures you look at from a construction point of view, from a composition point of view. And it's just really difficult to see how he's lit that he's placing shadows where shadows shouldn't be because yeah. the area opposite them is lit. And yeah. He used massive stage lights, big Fresnel lights and preset everything before the model even walked on, had her yeah. mark to a photo and went. He was an absolute perfectionist with it. And, you know, a career of 60 years doing that, the guy's got something to say about it. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's my attitude and I try, I, I try and employ, I'm trying to kind of learn his technique. It's a lovely project to get your teeth stuck into because it's 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 refreshing and challenging the brain again, keeping the mind moving and uh, working out these, these, these clever techniques that allow you to do very, very specific areas of light and colour and accentuating certain parts, putting other part, parts into shade, bringing mm-hmm. things out of relief and... Um, it's it, it's what I'm doing now more and more and more. And I'm now translating that onto my moving away from digital. And I'm beginning to pick that up now and doing it on uh, initially 35 mil film, doing a bit on 120. Yep, um, I, And it's one of those things I'll publish a zine of uh, um, <laughs> when I get round to Having a body of work. It, it's one of these things. It's, it, it's because it's a learning process for me, there's improvement with every every new photograph. Yes. So I'm I'm on this kind of treadmill of catching myself to a point where I've got a body of work that I consider fit for publication. Yep. But every time I go into the studio, there's there's new things and new ideas. So yeah.
0: I'm
1: I'm I'm stocking them at the moment. I did, I think I did about 140 in the first three months of this year. Um, I'm slowly going to catalogue those and get them up into my website. Um, and then I'll probably start a selection process. But I, I, I'm toying with the idea of doing it either hybrid digital film or probably more likely I'll wait until I've got the body of work I want on film. Yes. And then I, I kind of want to think about um, self-publishing rather yep. than going down the route of a publisher um, because then that gives me the opportunity as well to, to print my own work and do a much smaller edition of, of a handmade zine. Yes. Um I, yeah. I, I saw your one that looked looked very good. Um that stitching looked, looked really lovely and complemented those, those lovely images you've got in there. Yeah. So yeah. uh which was that that was uh, missed on the green. Yes, it? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, lovely book.
0: I, I, I like I like it for me. It's I need to I need to get into the routine of making more of them, but for me that yeah, the lovely stab stitch Japanese style works mm-hmm. really nicely for and as it it's the full process of you you shoot you process you curate you print, and then and then you make and it's, it's from start to finish and actually it's 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 a lovely it's a lovely way to do it. I, I think guess.
1: there's the satisfaction of doing that of, of from literally from conception to to, to yeah. a book, um, I, and having having control over each and every that each and every one of those stages is is incredibly rewarding and as as amateur photographers like ourselves. We're not in a position where we're commissioned to do work, or we have publishers who will who will <laughs> foot the bill for Absolutely. sending us to see a printer. Um, it, it's our way of gaining that control, and uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's valid. I think it's really valid and not form. Yeah, and it's,
0: I find it also a very very rewarding and actually a very therapeutic thing to do. It's like I I don't make them. I wouldn't make them to necessarily sell them, or if you do, then it's a bonus. But for me, actually, just the process of going through and. And making them all is is such an enjoyable part and a few couple of evenings and, and just you just work away and yep. it's yeah, like something yeah. something very it's different and something physical. And and actually that's really quite nice as opposed to everything being digitally on
1: screen or yes, using you know, printers. I, I totally agree with you. It's it's one of the one of the nicest things I've found about doing film photography, because again, um, there's a chap called John Finch who goes under the name of Pictorial Planet and he's published this amazing book um glide guide uh, to black and white photography and it's basically a breakdown of recipes in your own developers everything you need to be a home chemist basically yeah. so again it gives me another level of control in that i'm not just loading up an sd card onto onto the computer i'm 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 developing my own negatives making those choices as to how those negatives are going to look and i've got the dark room as well where i can take in and do some do some printing when i'm you know happy with the negatives I'm getting yeah so it's, it's that's kind of I, I'm, I'm I, I don't like the word it's overused but I, I really enjoy the idea of a holistic process of photography where you're doing everything yourself yeah absolutely which was, which was my one disappointment with the with, with my own zine again handing it over to a publisher handing it over to a printer it didn't come back the way I expected it to look so you kind of think, all right. Well, I want this to be a joyous, happy process, just f- not only for me, but for the people who are, you know, kind enough to get a get a piece of it. Yeah. But I also want it to look. How I want it to look. Absolutely. So this is this is my my one issue with zines and why I'm considering going down the self-publishing route for, for yeah. future work. That conversation between uh, a photographer whose you know body of work is 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 so immensely precious to them. Yeah. And a printer. Who's running hundreds of thousands of other people's images through a printer, yeah. you know, a commercial printer every day after day after day? Yeah, I, I don't think they can share that same care and concern for your work.
0: No, absolutely, it's very different. There, there is something to be said for going to maybe a local printer where you've got an opportunity mm. to work with them, and and it's. Well, you've maybe not got the same level of control as printing everything yourself. You probably have far more control and you can get far more input and guidance from them. Um, but yeah, it's it's great. At the end of the day, there's a whole there's a whole variety of options which which I think is really important yeah. that allows allows people to to work on different projects as 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 they want to present them. And in term in terms of uh, in terms of your zine, how important was the text to you? Because I, I really like it. I like the that quite Quite in, quite chunky introduction. Then also just the love the lovely the lovely quotes and and comments through. Yeah, I
1: I, I kind of I'm I'm I, again I very much agree with Ian. And I think this 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 combination of, of words and images, you know, you can create something greater than the whole. It, they, you know, both yep. both complement each other, both enhance each other. And um, I've always been one for, for for enjoying reading reading quotes, so you know that that element of it is is, is 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 a passion to me. And I'm just you know the idea of putting most most of my experience of of, of looking at photography is from photo books with text, so yep. more monographs and that sort of thing. So okay. yeah, I, it seemed a more natural approach to me to put in a an image with a description, with a quote, because that's kind of what I've always seen. I I do find, uh, for me, and this is only a personal opinion, and I've seen some absolutely superb uh, books with no text, I'm drawn more to books with, you know, photographs and text. Yeah. It's just a personal preference.
0: Yeah, Um, absolutely.
1: And and it was always always my intention to go that way with it. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I, I, I personally don't think there's any right or wrong way. It's no, uh, no. In, in some instances, uh, it really enhances, uh, depending on the subject matter, it can really enhance. And sometimes it can be the way it's spread out, whether it's at the start or whether it's at the end of the book or, or like, like this one, when you've got the beautiful quotes that, that go through and, and a bit of introduction at the start of each, each section, which, again, I think works really well, gives a bit of context as to the images that people are looking at particularly when you've got the likes of Mil- the Mill Green series of shots. Yeah, I,
1: I, I thought that one specifically needed a bit of introduction, otherwise it was just fairly a yes. kind of abstract to the place sort of thing. I knew what it was. Yeah. You might not necessarily, as a viewer, know what it was. Yes. I, so a little bit of in-depth in explanation for it. So Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And when it, when it came to when it came to curating the images, obviously you narrowed it down, um, and then you you mentioned obviously Ian gave you a bit of advice. Did you do? Did you have your first first go at the sequence and see how it felt for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the sequencing was mine. Um, I, I uh, Ian's input was kind of encouragement um, and yes. um, telling me not to put spaces after comma before commas. <laughs> uh, and that sort of thing. His yes. his, his his accuracy on uh, grammar <laughs> and punctuation is is extremely useful. Yeah. Because uh, I'm a, I'm a bit sloppy with that. But yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I'm 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 quite good at sequencing. It's something you know. Um, this is this is my uh, second book. Uh, my first one was an, an edition of one, a, a vanity project of, of yep. the Suffolk coast, um, and I just. Literally mucked around on Lightroom or Photoshop, put them in a the sequence that made sense to me, and it's sort of still. I look, go back to it a couple of years later and look at it again, and I'm like, "Yeah, that still makes sense." So it's something I don't really struggle with, to be honest. Um, yeah. it, it, it's kind of <laughs> I, these images have been with me for so long. It's like you you take them, you 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 upload them, you you edit them. Um, I, I, I'm I'm Afraid, I'm terribly fastidious with filing things, um, which is a lesson I've learned from having a lot of photographs and not keeping them in order. Um, I spent the best part of a year um, going through with Lightroom and keywording everything to my own taxonomy. So (laughs) I can find things when I need them. And it's kind of having that order means if I want that one, that one, that one, and something to complement that one. I've already got a visual image of where it is in my stack of photos yes. so i can get it quickly put it in see how it looks take it or cross it change it or keep it move on but um yeah and and in the way i photograph when i'm out and about I'm, I'm looking for things that kind of conjoin sequence make sense together um which which again i'll go back to the to what i said earlier i think there's a great benefit of a, of a pre-visit to a place you're planning on doing uh, a sequence of, yeah. of events on, because you're not then encumbered by a camera bag, a tripod, a viewfinder. You're actually taking the experience of the place with a view to scouting images that then – so you're kind of pre-sequencing anyway.
0: Yes.
1: Um, so with the mill, for example, I went in there uh, a couple of months before I saw the wheel. I saw the, the grinding wheels, of stones. I saw all that. I saw the miller on his break leading over the door, yeah. And I'm like, that's tick. That there's there's one, two, three, four shots there. Yeah. Um then I saw some of the graffiti, the bell. I'm like, this that all of this has context, all of this works together. Um so the next time I came back, I just, you know, I waited. I, I went in at 10 to 12 because he was having his lunch at 12 the last time, and bingo, there he was leading over the door again. So snap one shot gone. Yeah. Um and it's just just it's just I think if you do that sort of level of research, you're doing yourself a massive favour. Ab- um, because you're not then, yeah. you, you can concentrate on the technicalities of taking the photograph rather than trying to find the thing you want to photograph. Yeah. Um, I, I do sometimes, <laughs> I do, do sometimes list shots if I'm going out to, to try and do something. Right. I, and sometimes I just free with it. You know, uh, a lot of my stuff in Wales, I've, I've got, uh, I lived in the Welsh Valleys for two years. Um, and spent a lot of time noticing the juxtapositions between the uh, man-made, the beauty of the nature, the beauty of the nature of the top and this transitional area in between um, where what was once man-made is now returning to nature. Yes. So you've got this three-tier approach. So a lot of the photos I've taken of Wales are, are sets of three little little triplets of photographs. Yep. Uh, one of those, one of those, one of those, and, and and you have all this sort of beauty separated by altitude. And I'm 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 working on a on a sequence at the moment to to, to probably at the moment it's going to be an article on the website with a with a uh, a write up. But I th- it's the more and more I play with it, the more and more it's got potential to be another zine yep. so yeah um, we'll see
0: and, and do you see zines and books etc forming more of an output for your work in the future now that you've
1: with the proviso that i can get the quality of the print right Yes, i think yep. um i i think it was uh, when i when i when i published uh, 2001 20, 2021 i had absolutely no idea um, yeah. What it was going to be, well, how it was going to be received, how it's going to be taken. Um, I think I've got my copy and another copy left off of the first run of fifty, really? which exceeded my my expectations by by a very long stretch um, for, for something that I I think I could probably have done better. So my 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 my, uh, my snag with it is is always going to be the quality of of, of print. Um, I used a commercial printer, um, and yeah, it always feels like a compromise. So, again, harking back to what what, what I said earlier, I think that, you know if I can get um, if I can get a body of work together in in film, print it myself, then I think, yeah. and then I can actually get effective at repetitive printing. I yeah. think I'll probably go down the route of of, of hand binding yeah. that way, and then smaller editions. Yeah. I mean, it's not—it's uh, not something I ever want to envisage being yes. a, a commercial viability, but it's just—it's yeah. incredibly rewarding absolutely. to hear people's response from you know things you've put together. I, I, absolutely,
0: good. yeah, it's always so. Yeah, it's al- yeah, it's always I very think, encouraging
1: think, and rewarding. Yeah, yeah, I've got projects on the go at the moment. I—I I wrote an article for my website a while back. Uh, which again is is in, in, in to some extent uh, Ian's fault. We were having a discussion about how flat uh, Cambridgeshire fans are. He's from originally from the other side.
0: Are you talking? And I
1: said I want to do a series of I want to do a series of conjoined images, but I want to do them all on film. And I'm, I'm joking. I said, well, there's a lot of sheds about, so <laughs> we started uh, my partner and I started going around looking for sheds. Yeah, and uh, it, it took, took the form of sort of a drive-by see a shed, jump out with a tripod camera, take a photograph of it and move on looking for the next one. Yeah. And it was a really lovely, lovely way to, to sort of um, discover the local area. Everything's within, with, with an exception of a couple over on the Suffolk coast, everything's within a seven mile radius of the house. And um, I've, I ended up publishing one of those a day on, uh, on, on Twitter. And, uh, you know, pe- people, people were enjoying it, I think. So I, I put them all together and wrote an article on, the, on my website. And I think that, that's, that's dying to be put into a zine, I think. Everything's, yeah. everything's there in sequence and makes a lot of sense for that sort of format. Um, causeway roads I'm looking at. I mean, the Fens were originally boggy marshland until just the early 17th century when uh, Dutch gentleman Anton van Wyden was was commissioned by the Duke of Bedfordshire to to drain it. Um, Prior to its draining, it was just boggy islands connected by causeways. Uh, And some of those causeways are still there as as kind of modern minor roads. And that's something I'd like to uh, investigate, photographing and collecting, because uh, they're, 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 they're fantastic shapes. They're just these roads that stand proud of the land. Cool. Um, and have no kind of nothing other because their route was dictated by water. Yeah, they're, they're non-linear. They're 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 snake-like. They're circular, yeah. they're semi-circular, all sorts of that. Mm. So I'd like to do something with that. And I'd really, really like to do something about some of the people at the Fens. I've I've met some cracking people up here. Not as many as I want to. Uh, because of obviously COVID's kept us all indoors, but the few people I have met local, there's some some really good characters. There's a lot of of weathered faces, a lot of old farm people. So I still think there's work to be done with that. So yeah, I've got a lot in the pipeline. (laughs) Yeah. It's, so, it's, yeah, it
0: sounds as though it sounds like you've got some really nice, small, nice projects that would make beautiful handmade zines, or or and also a lovely maybe series box set collection of them, based in and around your local area on on different themes and different topics. But I, I, for me, that's one of the great things about zines is that they don't have to be huge, big, sixty image collections. They can no. be something that's really quite specific. No very 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 uh, a very specific theme topic subject project or whatever it is which I, which i think works really well and gives people an opportunity to yep. share work that otherwise the only way to see it would be cool. o- online
1: yeah i and i think there's a, there, obviously you'll appreciate as well there's a huge difference that actually something you've got in your hand
0: absolutely yeah it's you know, it's, it, you know it, there's far there's far more enjoyment from sitting looking through someone's work that's been Specifically curated, someone's taking the time to do it, put it into the order that they want in, get it printed, be it test printed or whatever it is, and, and then taking the time to to get it out to you. And yeah, I think I think your zine's beautifully printed, and in terms of in terms of image quality, well, I don't see anything. Only you know what's right and what's what's wrong. That <laughs> and that's the thing, and it's just, it's the same with it. It's the same with the zine I did, and with anything anyone does. You you only know what's wrong if it's if it's your work. That's the. Other, no other no, I, I get that,
1: and that's that's.
0: that's at, very, at very time, encouraging to hear. But at the same time, I totally understand when it's your own work. You you know it's control. It's. It's having control and over every small aspect and every small detail. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, from every project we do, we learn how things need to be adjusted for the next one, and and how to do things differently, or settings that you would change to to bring out whether it's tones, colors, or whatever uh, in the next one. So uh, for me, it's always a it's always a learning experience, and always something that should be an enjoyable learning experience as so well. At the end of the day, we're not we're not here to do it for a living. Thankfully, we're here to do it for pure. Pleasure and enjoyment, and, and to share our work with others.
1: Yep, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, I think one one of one of the joys of, of being a photographer is you can you allow yourself a certain element of self criticism. Hmm.
0: Absolutely, it's human nature. I think so too. It's 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 the right that it's the right that we all have to to criticize our own work first and foremost, um, and yeah. we, will, we will continue to do it. But are you are you a big collector of photo books and zines yourself?
1: Um, I, have, I have a small library. Zines, zines is sort of new to me this year, okay. so I'm beginning to you know slowly keep an eye out for things that, that are piquing my interest.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, that's you know one or two, but I, I do collect monographs quite a lot. I've got, oh. got quite a few of those, yeah. which, which in essence are just zines that bigger publishers have made. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think the photo book is an absolutely fantastic thing. Um, moved up to from moved up to here from London, and you know all the galleries of London on my doorstep. There, I used yeah. to spend a lot of time in in art galleries and going to see uh, art that I wanted to see, photography that I wanted to see. Brilliant. You know, uh, London's one of those places where you're fortunate enough to be spoiled for choice. But uh, we do I mean, we do have a couple of good galleries up here. For uh, Fenditt Gallery over yeah. Cambridge here. Um, big supporter of Paul's work, Paul's heart, yes. Paul Heart's yeah. work, uh, Babylon Arts down in Ely, they do do a lot with photography as well. So good. it's slowly picking up, slowly yep. picking up.
0: So I'm, I'm always very interested to hear what other photo books, um, other, all well, my guests choose and what their favorites are in their own bookshelf, because it's really interesting to you how they compare or don't correlate to it. To the sort of work that people shoot themselves. So it'd be great and delighted if you could maybe share a selection four or five of your favourite photo books from your own
1: shelf. Uh, yeah, no problem. My, my first one, and will always be my first one, is Horst, Photographer's Style. Uh, and that's the VA edition that accompanied the exhibition in respect, retrospective, they've had of his work a few, few years ago. It's a book I've got constantly open, it's a book I constantly reference. Cool. Um, it's horse and it's all of Horsed in one book, which is an amazing thing to have. Yeah. Um, my second would be uh, California Trip by Dennis Stock, um, published back in the nineteen seventies. Um, most people know Dennis, Dennis Stock for the uh, the James Dean photograph, cigarette and rain. Yeah. You, you know the, the one. It's a it's a um, it's an absolutely iconoclastic photograph from the 20th 20th century and he worked a lot with 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 James Dean it was initially meant to be for two days uh, and he ended up spending two months with him and if you if you you can uh, if you want to have a look at that there's a lot on YouTube about it it's sublime sublime photography he's a very very clever photographer (laughs) California trip I grew up in California so this is kind of a very sentimental book to me Oh, cool. um, late 60s early 70s and it's just it's it's a very clever book it's pairs of photograph where the where the association isn't immediately obvious it grows on you the more you look
0: all right but
1: he's, oh. he's curated it's an absolute masterpiece of curation um it's still available i think i, I managed to hunt a second down second hand one uh, yeah. down and uh yeah it's another one i, I love sitting down with a you know, cup of coffee and i'm gonna look through and it's one of those books you see new details with it he's very very clever photographer yeah my third one and you're gonna have to excuse my gaelic for this one but it's uh, land of bent grass uh, paul strand's tira moraine
0: oh yeah yeah I,
1: I think it's i think it's the best photography book that was published in the 20th century uh, along with any of the other four that he published yeah um He's my my favourite landscape photographer, my favourite social photographer. I I love the idea that he had a political conviction and carried it through his art, um, as well as having the talent to make anything he photographed look beautiful because he saw beauty and photographed it. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely love that. Anything by Ian Hill and uh, Word to the Wise, there's a new one coming out soon. Um, yes. I've had a had a sneak preview, there you uh, go. and it, it's very very good. He says it's being published very soon. I thought his first two Absence and uh, Fisher King yep. um, it, grow, growing into a body of work that I think are just going to be, however many he does, all volumes worth having. Um, yeah. I I I really do appreciate the way uh, the, the way he can put words and images together. Like I don't think many people can. And uh, it's lovely to sit down with one of those and, and let him take you on that journey. Yeah, um, yeah. always time for Ian. Uh, and the last one um, is Guy Dickinson, um, <laughs> Rifts and Erasures. I, I think it's one of the most amazing books I've read for a long while. Um, not just the text, but the way he deals with abstraction is 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 masterful i really uh, i couldn't do that because it would just look like a great big mess but there's sense in everything he does yeah um <clears throat> and I, I admire him for the talent to do it and for his presentation of the zine i think yeah. that's absolutely superb it's a lot yeah. of bang for your buck and it's one that i absolutely treasure yeah I, so I'm, those uh, would be my recommendations
0: yeah some great selections there um, I've heard of, got a couple of them as well, but some are new to me. So um, I'll certainly be checking out California trip because it's always great. I always thoroughly enjoy hearing new names, new ideas that I've never come across before. Don't necessarily buy all the books, but I get the opportunity to explore their work online and you never know when you might buy it in the future, take inspiration at some point. So, um, but yeah, Ian's work, again, I read lovely, great work and Guy's, guy's zines he's been he's been producing zines and books now for quite some time and they're all really really sublimely put together just all yeah. slight variation yeah. and beautifully presented as well just the, the whole the whole experience and the whole package he does so yeah i'm looking forward to his new book coming out with another place press it'll be it'll be interesting to see interesting to see body okay. of work which I yeah think yeah. is iceland based i think it comes out
1: um, okay, that would be interesting yeah. to see his take on that. that yeah, so that I would think, be his natural surrounding, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, so I think that comes out June, early June, sometime or something like that. So okay. it should be quite
1: good really for that. Yeah. yeah.
0: But no, yeah, a great, a great selection mm. and thank you for sharing them. And yeah, I th- I, uh, 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 very great thanks for taking your time to chat to me this evening. Um, it oh, it's a pleasure. It's been a pleasure chatting to you to get your 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 input and your inspiration behind your own work and and photography books and and the book that you've made as well and how you approach curating fifty eight thousand images down to 32 because <laughs> when, when i did my last when i did my zine there i had 12 images and i only had 12 images to choose from and i just had to sequence them in in that order and it was it wasn't that difficult but uh, i dare say i don't know if i necessarily fancy the chance of taking fifty eight thousand down to down to none but I suppose when you know your work well, then you, you know the focus points that you want to talk on and and, and look at, then it become it becomes much easier at that point and it shows you it just shows you how well you know your subject matter and your locations from all your from all your re- research, which I think yeah, it's invaluable to anyone uh, anyone doing photography, understand where you're going and you, you get the most out of it and every other time you return. Yep. So, on that note, yeah, I just want to say thank you very much, to everyone. Really been a, a pleasure chatting to you this evening, and thanks for your time. But
1: again, thank you very much for having me here, and it's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks. Cheers.